Ken Brown from WGR Radio, Michael Hare, DetroitLions.com, the KM Podcast, Lions Patriots Preview. Hello, Mike. Hello, Ken Brown. How this is doing? extra work. You know this every week now besides our regular yes, podcast. Yes, I do. All right, that's why we've got to get to it and get it out. Let's talk fast, then, okay? The Lions are three-and-a-half-point underdog to the Patriots coming up this Sunday. Patriots will be wearing their throwback jerseys, the the Steve Grogan, uh, Sam the Bam Cunningham-type jerseys. I believe they even wore those on a Thanksgiving game against the Lions I one year. Took- I sort of remember that, 1999 maybe. Yeah, and I think the Lions won that game too, if I'm not mistaken. It was well, a, I know I Brady played. Maybe they got beat. I can't remember who won, but I remember no, they no, won. No, 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 no. Brady went one for three in that game, and uh, and the Lions won, 1999. Yeah. No, no, I'm talking about in the recently they wore those games on a Thanksgiving Day game. They wore those uniforms. Oh right, yeah. You know what? That's when they when they uh, when they iced the game on a on a like a 22 play possession. Last took up 13 minutes of the fourth quarter, and ended it with a kneel down. Yeah, ended the game with a kneel yeah, down. Yeah, but it didn't because uh, it, it was that was like 2002 or three something. And like I that. think the weird part yeah. about it is the Lions wore their throwbacks, and they both had on dark colored jerseys. It was red and blue jersey. I don't think any team had on like white jerseys. Well, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That was, that I was remember that game. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, things have changed now. The the uh, Lions, and I'm going to tell you right now, this may be our last one of these previews because the Lions had won the game before we started doing these, and they were 1-1, one and, one, and now they've <laughs> no. lost two in a row. If they lose this week, then I think this might be our last Friday preview. Well, the odds are that they're going to lose, so we want to say goodbye now. <laughs> right, right, say goodbye. Why are we even doing it there, right? Yeah, let's have the music, the flowers. And right. But anyway, an interesting, interesting uh, matchup this week, uh, Detroit team. Battling injuries and bad defense against a Patriots team, battling uh, injuries at the quarterback and bad offensive play and bad. De- they're just there's not really a, a regular Patriots team that we're used to seeing, is it? No, it's not. And you never know when, when when you think they're a wounded team and can't do it. That's sometimes when Bill Belichick and his and his team are, are the most dangerous. Now, look, they've got issues, but they certainly got a great coach who's found a way to overcome them. We look by looking at a guy, Bailey. Exactly. Billy Zappi making his first pro start from Western Western Kentucky or Kentucky Western. No, I'm sorry. It's uh, it's was it Kentucky Western? Western Kentucky, whatever. Yeah. Some yeah. B- below uh, Cincinnati. That's all I know. Somewhere down there. <laughs> that's not the Somewhere down but there. You know what? He played pretty well last week in, in relief, and that lost to the Green Bay Packers. As we're doing this, it's ninety percent or eighty percent sure he's starting. Did they officially right. name him yet? Because Mac Jones did practice a little bit on a limited basis, and no telling with Belichick. He might sneak Mac Jones out there Sunday. It might be, you know what, it could be Bledsoe come back. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know it won't be Brian Hoyer, who uh, Michigan State quarterback, because he went on the IR, so it's one of the yeah. two. And for uh, Bailey Zappi, Michigan State fans will probably remember, they played him, I believe, last year. I um, remember watching, the, watching that game on TV, and one thing about him, he's a, he's a you know, I say the word plucky, you know, he's just, he's, he's energetic, Throws the ball a lot, and apparently from everything you hear, he's a very smart guy, but he's not a big arm or anything like that. Well, um, Aaron Glenn, the Lions defensive coordinator, made it through the week without the fans revolting down to Allen Park and bringing them out on a spear and, you know, and, and, and ready to burn them at a stake. So he made it through the week. Um, looking back on it a week later, is it an overreaction to him? Underreaction to the actual players that play out there, or how do you how do you feel that uh, the victim of this defensive collapse? 
Well, I'm not sure who the, if there is one victim. I think the I think the fans in particular are just just upset that the, that the Lions are wasting a great, and I mean great, offensive performance. The way they've moved that ball, the way they've scored almost at will, and got nothing out of it. And that's that's what I think it is now. Look, you can turn it around, and there's one one way to do it: play well and win. And that's what that's what the Lions have to do on Sunday. Against against the Patriots, they really do. Kenny, I, I don't know if you, you probably don't agree with me, but I think it's do or die right now. If they get to one and one and four at the at the, at the break, I just I, I see no way out for them. The season is on the line Sunday. Well, I disagree, but I understand. I agree. I understand how you came to that, but I I like I said, I can't get fired up for anything until the eighth game after the eighth game, the second half of the season. Especially now that you have nine games after the eighth game. I just I just don't think anybody's out of it. I mean, I understand it. Even if you – say if you went into the break at uh, – not the break, but the eight-game mark at three and five, you're not out of it. No, you're not out of it. But, look, you've got two teams ahead of them tied for first place. The Minnesota Vikings at three and one, looking pretty good. Green Bay Packers three and one, starting to get some things together. Had a tough game last week against the Patriots, but – but managed to tie the game on a long drive midway through the fourth corner and to win it with a field goal. Uh, I'm not going to say the last play of overtime because the last play of overtime is always the last play of overtime, but as time expired in overtime. Yeah. Um, yeah, like we said, like I said, I, I just I'm, I try I try my best to get worked up over early season football, and I can't, especially after I'm, – I'm surprised I can even see now. Like I was blinded by the badness of that game last night that was on the uh, Indianapolis-Denver um, game and the horridness of it. So any type of good football I'm happy for. But um, there's some familiar faces coming back this week. Jelani Tavai is coming back with the um, with the Patriots. He's not starting, but he's a backup linebacker, plays a lot. Um, Jabril Preppers, old Michigan player, will be playing. Quinn Dorney, Quinn Norton is uh, he's not going to play. I guess he's hurt or whatever. But the kicker from Michigan is there. Um, they got a couple of familiar faces uh, here. Brian Hoare, like I said, Michigan State might not be playing, won't be playing. But these are players that we've heard of and players that uh, you know are familiar in this area. Well, one thing you said, Jelani Tavai, the linebacker drafted in the second round by the Lions four years ago. You know what I say? Run at him and throw at him. That's all. Yeah, that's that's my game. Plan. I even heard people talking to me. Oh, why did we get rid of him? You know why you got rid of him? Because he didn't do a damn thing while he was here. That's why you got rid of him. No other question. You know, he was, you know, I, I really, I really looked at him, uh, you know, pretty intently when he came out in the draft and as a second round pick at Hawaii. He was tremendously productive, but you know, one of those guys, he just couldn't carry it over to the National Football no. League. No, no, just he wasn't a fit for the look. Hawaii's one thing. The NFL's a big time, and he wasn't right. a big time player. And Josh Uchi, I forgot, also ex-Michigan players, uh, starting as a uh, strong linebacker for the uh, Patriots. So it's a, it's a lot of little players there. Um, just give us the pick. I, you know, like I said, I do you think this week of defense reflection is going to help? And do you think the roster changes, which we don't know yet, and can the defense get to the middle of the pack by the end of the year? Well, I can get to the middle of the pack by the end of the year. I mean, after you know, after this week and after the bye, they've got some players coming back who've been on injured lists and some of those other lists. So I think it I think it can happen. Can it happen Sunday? You know, look what you're doing is maybe there's a couple of disgruntled players here now, but you know what? If you're if you're replacing players who didn't produce with players you expect to produce, then that's a gain for the Detroit Lions. 
having said all that, I just can't see Bill Belichick being caught flat by a team that can't stop anybody. It has a proven record for four games that it can't stop anybody. And look, they've got two good running backs, two good pass rushers in both defensive ends. Those are areas that can hurt the Lions. Although they've been, look, offensive line has been fantastic at opening line, opening you know, room to run the ball and protecting the quarterback. So I don't worry about that, but but I do worry about them, the Detroit Lions containing, you know, containing that running game and really outmaneuvering, outsmarting Bill Belichick. So my pick, Detroit Lions to win by three, which means they cover the point spread at three and a half, but that's no, that's no consolation at all at this time. You say you're taking the Lions to win by three? I'm sorry, I misspoke. The Patriots to win by three. You're taking the Patriots to win by three. Okay, well, don't misspeak. Patriots to win by three. I'm sorry, my mistake. Never misspeak. No, but uh, don't forget the Matt Patricia factor in there because um, I just wonder what color trash bag does he wear now for his uh, (laughs) shirt, you know, it's just it's just a mess, and I, I like I said last week, I could never go against. I'm surprised I'm here because I said I could never believe Geno Smith could win a game, and he he made me look like an idiot. But you know I've been made look like idiots before, so it's nothing new. But this week I just can't see Patricia. I just think the hatred for Patricia by the players that are still there are gonna drive this team to beat New England. Well, yeah, but Kenny, a lot of those key players I didn't play for him. You know, well, what they say, twenty-one guys on the roster now were there when Matt Patricia was there. Yeah, but that's Jared enough. Goff was, that's enough. Twenty-one's no, enough. I know, but twenty-one's enough. Ross St. Brown wasn't one of them. That's all right. Like I said, twenty-one's enough to carry him. I just, um, I just think I agree with you that this is a must-have game for the Lions, and they'll put it all together. I think you'll see a better defensive line performance. And um, or defensive performance overall, the line especially. I'm glad I said line. That was my. Uh, I think you see a, definitely a better defensive line performance. And, oh, absolutely. Um, and let, me, let me just. Can I just add one thing too? Ahead. I think. I think there's some advantage to playing on the road at a time like this because you get out there and you're you know, plane trip, the bus ride, all of that stuff, and it's all we've got is each other. You know, and so you're playing for each other. It's not the crowd. It's not anything else. But it's you and the guy next to you, your teammate. They're playing for each other, and I think sometimes there's a value to being on the road at a time when you're in an absolute stressful situation where you've got to have it. Yeah, and the only thing like a difference between this team and other teams, I, I don't say it's the same old lines. Whatever guys always say is, it seemed like for the last ten years the lines were going to roll and they'd be down fourteen nothing before you even blink an eye. Right. The, the last two years, these guys get out on there; they don't get down that fast, and even when they're you know overmatched talent wise, they stay in game. So. I think that's a a, a a a prop for the Lions right there, and then I just think that they got enough offense that they can outscore New England. Because I don't think even with a bad defense that the Lions are at the minute, I don't think New England can score a lot of points. Well, you know what we saw what Seattle did last week. Okay, and there's one other thing too. This is the Detroit Lions' first game outdoors. They play all. They played their first four games indoors. Now they're playing outdoors. And there's a, there's a difference. There really is. Uh, you know, you don't you don't cut quite as quickly, quite as easily, things like that. It's just it's just different. Yeah. Well, get out there and do it. All right. Well, that's okay. gonna, that's going to be the wrap, Mike. Um, we'll see you next week on Monday if uh, they are one and three uh, or one and four, or if they're uh, two and two three. and three. And according and you to Michael here, major didn't you? You know what? The the losses <laughs> come so rapidly now. I can't keep count of them. I just I swear I'm, I, we were having this conversation. They were one and one. For the first time since like 2019, and now we're trying yep. to get them to two and three before the break. It's just how fast the league can change. But I'm looking at these other teams. Stay up, people, because there are no great teams out there. 
No, there are no great teams out there, but there's a big difference between two and three and one and four. All big right. difference. Well, let's get to work, Lions. All right, Mike, this is Michael here at DetroitLions.com. Kim Brown, WJR. See you next week for the K&M Podcast.